Welcome to the Walking Each Other Home podcast with your host, Jessica Gunter. As an end-of-life-focused ministry, our heart is that we prepare you practically, emotionally, and spiritually. We hope you will subscribe to this podcast and follow us on social media for more resources. When the COVID pandemic hit in March 2020, I was sitting in my house watching the news, along with the rest of the world. As I watched New York City become overwhelmed with COVID cases, it was in that moment on that couch that God clearly told me to go to New York. You see, I'd been a respiratory therapist for 11 years. And in that moment, God said, you go to New York. You go be a respiratory therapist and help my people. I remember thinking to myself, no way, no way am I going to fly across the country to be a frontline worker in a war against a disease we know nothing about. No way am I going to leave my family in the middle of a crisis. I had questions like, where will I get PPE? How will I even get there? The airports are shut down. Who will take care of my family? What if they get sick and I'm not here? All of these questions surrounded me, but I knew without a doubt, God was saying, go. So I did. I contacted, contacted a medical staffing agency and I was deployed to the front lines of New York. I had no idea where I would be working. I had no idea who I'd be working with and I had no idea how I would find proper PPE, but I trusted God. When I arrived at the DFW airport, it was a ghost town. I walked straight through security. I walked straight to my gate and there was no one there. That's when I realized just how scared I really was. As I walked on the plane, I realized I was only one of three passengers headed to New York City. The other passengers aboard were nurses. I remember landing in New York and it was like something you would see in a movie. No one was at the airport. No one was in the streets. There were barely even any taxes running. I spent the next 30 days in a field hospital working 12 hour shifts, taking care of COVID patients. Since New York, I've spent the last two years traveling the U.S. taking care of COVID patients. It's allowed me to see death in a whole new light. COVID doesn't fight fairly. It's taken the young, the old, the healthy, and the unhealthy. It doesn't seem to have any rhyme or reason as to who it attacks. It's relentless. I watched patient after patient lose their battle with COVID. I've seen more death in the last two years than I've experienced my entire 11 years prior as a respiratory therapist in a busy level one trauma center. It was during all of these encounters with death that I realized we as a society aren't prepared for death. We don't even wanna hear the words death dying, end of life, perish. We don't even want to hear these words spoken around us. We cringe. We get nervous. We change the subject. 
we continue to say things like, I'll deal with that when I get older. Or, I've got plenty of time. Or, my family can make those decisions. Well, if COVID's taught me one thing, it's taught me that we don't always get the chance to live a long, full life like we think we will. Death? Death can come at any moment. The experience of seeing patients time after time after time pass away left me determined to help my patients, to help my family, to help people all around be more prepared for end-of-life issues. It's now my mission to help people understand how important it is to be prepared because you never know. This journey took me back to school to become a funeral director so I could learn even more about death. While in school to be a funeral director, I realized there's not a lot of books out there that teach you what you need to know, teach you what you need to have prepared, what kind of wishes or notes for your family you should leave. That's when I began writing a book. I recently published the book called Walking Each Other Home. This book allows you to document your detailed wishes and notes for your family. The book includes information like what's a living will? What's a power of attorney? Why do I need advanced directives? It also includes several pages with questions like, if something were to happen to me, would I want to be intubated? Would I want a feeding tube placed? What would be a good end-of-life care? It also includes several pages of questions that include end-of-life medical issues such as, what do I want done when the time comes? Do I want to be at home with my family? Do I want to be in a hospice facility? Do I want music playing in my room to calm me? Would I like someone reading my favorite book? Are there smells that comfort me? All these are small things that add up to a lot in those last moments when someone is laying on their deathbed. The book also allows for things like funeral issues. Would you want to be buried or cremated? Open or closed casket? Burial location? Or who gets my ashes? But most importantly, the book begins with addressing spiritual issues, including that of salvation and the biblical truths that surround heaven and hell. You can't talk about death and dying without talk about heaven and hell. What happens when someone dies? What happens when someone dies is very different when you're a believer versus a non-believer. This book is a beautiful gift you can give your family after you're gone. Within the pages, you can leave matters of your heart. There's nothing more beautiful than making all of the end-of-life decisions easy to understand and fully laid out for those left to tie up the loose ends. On this journey I've been on, 
where death has been looming all around me, I've surprisingly found life. I've realized what's important in my own life and what matters most. My awareness of death has allowed me to embrace life. I've even learned that oftentimes talking about death can be a breath of life. You have just listened to the Walking Each Other Home podcast. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. For more information about pre-planning for end-of-life issues and resources, head over to jessicagunter.org. And remember, even in the shadow of death, there's also light, and that light is Jesus, the great light of the world. Thank you.